If I told you the things I'd seen on my ways If I told you the things I've done in my days Just don't say I lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single road Hello, Internet. Uh, it is I, oh, Kadave. Uh, and we are the cast of Insert Coin Floodwater on Happy Jacks RPG. Yay! Yay! Us. Coming to you live from the safety of our homes. Uh, because, yeah, yeah, it's crazy out there. It's crazy enough out there that this is better. So... Uh, I'm glad you could join us, whether you're listening live or you're going to find us in the future at happyjacks.org slash shows. Um, and we uh, are going to kick this off here in a second, but I just realized I can't say to my left. Uh, so, how about we go on to... Jay! That's me. This is Jay. Hi, uh, I'm Jay. I'm playing Colin uh, from the Seeker Playbook. Nick! Hey everyone, I'm Nick. I'm playing Danny with the Party Animal Playbook. Mac! Hi, I'm Mac. I'm distracted by everything that's going on in my own household right now. Cats are getting into something. Uh, but that's irrelevant. I'm playing Mitch Johansson, who is the deputy sheriff of the town, the lone wolf playbook, and uh, generally the babysitter of the group. And Jason! Uh, also, uh, I'm generally accepted as the co-babysitter of the group. Uh, I play uh, Jackson Clay, a.k.a. Crash, and uh, he is the, I forget what it's called, the, the mechanic or the engineer or... Motorhead. Oh, Motorhead, 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 uh, and um, he's uh, a, a whiz with machines because he is a machines. So um, that's that's my deal. All right. So um, you may have noticed that we're missing Sam, our intrepid recap coordinator. That sounds like a corporate title <laughs> and i like it uh but uh she may be joining us in a little while we're keeping our fingers crossed uh but uh in the meantime we should talk about what happened last time there was apparently a dive shop that's where we got to yes i don't remember the dive shop i do remember drones covered in fake skin because I initiated that, and I'm a horrible person. 
Uh, yeah, so we um, were preparing to be able to go into the exclusionary zone by creating, uh, trying to acquire the safety materials we needed to do that because the exclusionary zone, we discovered the water uh, immediately corrodes and makes nasty any sort of machine. And we're assuming something quickly happens to uh, blood and fle- flesh and blood bodies as well. Um, so we wanted to get dry suits to be able to dive in that water. And we went to Vegas, um, Colin and Crash blasted out to Vegas in um, Crash's souped up car. And the, uh, the two of them went on a tour down into the uh, dive pool and uh, wound up uh, making great friends with the weird old man and uh, then uh, buying two of the suits that we could bring back. And um, that is, it was a lot of kind of running around and research and figuring out what's what and uh, making discoveries. That's what I remember anyway. Why are we going to the exclusionary zone again? Again, What was the, the precipitating? I know we, we dealt with the, the razor claws. Oh, they're probably, that's where they're coming from. Most likely. Right, right, right. And right. Um, if they're coming from there, then maybe other stuff can come through there. And maybe there's a portal or something and it's letting aliens through. And mm-hmm. we're going to do something about it because we're the most equipped. Well, most importantly, now that I'm remembering all of this, we found there was a message from Crash's parents. And the thought was that if things are coming through to this side, there might be a portal to the other side and that his parents are still alive. That's right. Yeah, we did a whole like sonic investigation of that. Um, Dave, did we fully come to the conclusion that 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 was a recording saying crash and Maggie or not Maggie? But it got close enough that, that I would call the phenomenon like the EVP, right? Yeah. So like it was a sound disturbance that sounded like someone saying Jackson and Maddie. Yeah. Okay. But it's one of those, like, do you believe that? Right. Does it sound like that? Does it not sound like that? I don't yeah, know. it has plausible deniability. But you guys seem to operate under the the idea that it is something for real, because that's what led you to go on the the journey to find Pirate Pete and the dive shop. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, but uh, on the way back into town, you guys came across a police cruiser that had been like a speed trap. You know, the stereotypical at the edge of town, behind the billboard speed trap that you evaded on the way out there because you were using no headlights and driving at like 150 miles an hour. Uh, But then uh, on your way back into town, you drove in and the last thing we did was that you saw that there was a lot of police activity around that spot. Uh, And you guys were thinking about whether you were going to stop or go and that's where we kind of left it for the night. Right, I remember that now. Uh, Colin, should we pull over? Uh, We should probably check it out. 
Yeah? At least take a look? Okay. Yeah. Uh, whew, this is... Um, well, maybe maybe Midge is here. Let's let's um, let's see who's here. And so, Dave, I'm going to pull over okay. to the shoulder and and get out of the car. Sure, sure. Uh, when you get out, you look over. You don't see her there, um, but you see uh, another cruiser. There's the the one that you saw that was parked. It's still parked there in the same spot. Uh, the other one, uh, is pulled up, like, in front of it, and it's got its lights on. Almost like it pulled somebody over, but you don't see any other cars. Uh, and you see there is one officer who is standing sort of right by the billboard, like in the light cast from the Welcome to Boulder City sign kind of a thing. But you do not see Midge yet. Um, so does it look like there's a, a car accident or something? Maybe, I think I missed some of what you said there. Uh, no, you don't see a car accident. Uh, you just see there's the two cruisers, uh, but you only see one officer. Okay. Uh, is it, is it someone I know from town? At how familiar are you with the, well, why don't you do a heart contact? Yeah. Okay. Roll and we'll just see. Just thought to open up a dice roller. Rock on. And for the benefit of the internet audience, uh, dice rolls for this game are just going to be based on trust because if we can't trust each other, why the hell are we playing games together? Yeah, agreed. So uh, you guys roll and just let me know how many successes you got. Sixes yeah. are success. Uh, where's the one? It was this great one I used for Shadowrun, and now I can't find it. That's uh, why I'm going analog. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so heart contacts? Heart contact, yeah. Okay, so that's three dice. Um, okay, I got a six. Six, five, five. Okay. Uh, so you do know this officer uh, because it is uh, one of the guys that you used to play football with before you got held back a grade. Oh, wow. So years and years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. uh, you remember... Uh, hang on. I was unprepared. I did not have my name generator ready. Mm-hmm. Local football star. Hold on, I got to generate a new one because that's a terrible name. What, police officer Blake Hardbody isn't going to be good enough for you? <laughs> no. Sounds good enough to me. The, the first one that he gave me was literally Alf as the first name. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I was like, we're not introducing any character named Alf. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. X. Uh, Al- Alfie. <laughs> uh, but uh, instead, you get Chris Buenaventura. All right. 
Chris Buenaventura. Um, and I'll just head over to him. Like, uh, hey, hey, Chris, what's going on over here? Um, and he actually, like, as you get across the street to him, he's actually, like, kind of, like, you, he has that momentary, like, freak-out reaction where he kind of gets shocked and he turns a little bit. He even, oh. like, brings his hand down to his gun. Whoa, 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 uh, it's just me. But he's like, what? Uh, Crash, Jack- what are you yeah. doing here, man? Hey, uh, I was just driving by. I was I was coming back into town, and I w- wanted to make sure everything was okay. Oh, uh, we have a little bit of an issue going on, but uh, everything's under control. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, Anything you need a hand with? Uh, no, no. I just got here. I'm about to get back in the car and call for some backup. So don't worry yourself. You'll be all right. Okay, well, you know, I'm I'm with the volunteer search and rescue. I'm I'm happy to help out. Well, I appreciate that. Um, but you know, just public safety reasons, we don't want to, huh? Uh, you know, have any troubles. So you know, so it'd be best if you move along. So does it look like he's keeping an eye on something that's happening out in the desert, away from the road? No, like he- it it looks more like. He maybe got here a little while ago and got out of his cruiser, looked around a little bit, and now he was sort of taking a breather next to the mm. sign, for lack of a better description. Uh, sort of like maybe somebody that saw something not great and uh-huh. just needed a minute, and now he's going back to his car to use the radio. Okay. Um I, I just want to kind of look out in the desert a little bit and um, amplify the light a little and see oh. if I can get a hint of what he's looking at out there. Uh, so you look out into the desert and you don't actually uh, you don't actually see anything actively happening, um, mm-hmm. but you do see um, there's kind of a weird scorch mark. On the other police cruiser. Hmm. Like, it goes sort of right up the... Uh, like, the middle of the, the driver's door from the side you're standing on. Mm-hmm. And it's about four or five inches wide. And it looks like somebody just came by with, like, a five-inch wide blowtorch and went... Oh. Up the door and onto the window. And Maybe as... Maybe his video card caught on fire. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. <laughs> uh, that's too real. Yeah. Okay, um, Colin, did you go over there with me, or are you waiting back by the car? I think I was waiting back by the car. Okay, so I'm going to head back to the car and say, uh, Colin, I, maybe we should just go. There's a a big scorch up the side of the car. I don't know what would have happened. Uh, Buenaventura looks freaked out. Is everyone okay? I do not know. He's fine. Chris is fine. But I I don't know. He looks like he saw a ghost. Oh, that's bad. Which, honestly, after what we've seen the last few days, would be the best possible thing to see out here. But I don't, I, I don't know what's up. And Ghosts don't burn things. Usually. Yeah, well, not usually, I guess. So he he didn't really want me to stick around or help out. So I I don't know. We okay. 
it's probably better if we just get going. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should go. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, Dave, we'll, we'll hop in the car and get out of there. You jump in the car, you start driving back to the lab, uh, which I assume is where you guys were heading. Oh, before we go, I look under the car for crabs. There are no crabs under your car. That you can okay, see. that checks out. But it's good. It's just like checking for snakes. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> Make sure. <laughs> Growing up, uh, my mom was always terrified of snakes, and every time we'd go on a road trip through the desert, every time we got back to the car, she would make my dad check that there weren't any lurking right by her door. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so um, you guys get back in the car, you start driving into town. Uh, now we'll move back to Midge, uh, who I think was Hello. at the lab with everybody still. I was at the lab with everybody, but then we noticed that Danny had disappeared, so I went to go look for him. Ah, okay. Uh, that's right. That's right. So, um, out front, you will get the radio call from Officer Buenaventura uh, okay. that uh, basically he stutters a lot. He's having a real hard time getting it out, but he sounds kind of freaked out um he doesn't listen buena vista uh, or buena ventura buena vista i i need you to remember your training right now and i need you to get out what you're trying to tell me as succinctly as possible it's been a really crazy night i i think i think ted the you know the new guy ted yeah i there was some kind of an accident and his cruisers burnt up and it looks like he was caught in a fire or something. I don't, I don't know. So, uh, so like, it looks like a cruiser that was on fire and he's, do you see any sign of him? Like I like, see part of him and he's not going to make it. Okay. Um, Damn it. But okay. I, I don't. I yeah. I don't. I don't know what code to use. I, officer down, sort of. But yeah, I. Uh, okay. Um, I don't think I have anybody to spare that I can send out there right now. Um, Except maybe myself and uh, oh, I. Okay. I'm coming. I'm coming out there. Stay with the vehicle. Okay, I'll I'll be here. So I'm gonna hang up with him. Sure. Um, and I'm going to alert. I guess sounds like I already need to alert the coroner's office. Yeah. And let them know that. You know, we've got a body and see if they've got somebody they can send out to uh, check things out and retrieve the corpse and perform an autopsy or whatever needs to be done on whatever is left of this guy. Officer Ted. Poor Officer Ted. Alas, we hardly knew ye. (laughs) Didn't didn't know ye at all, in fact. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> sad. 
when your boss wins your name on the day. It was a most heinous night. So, uh, you get a hold of the coroner's office. Um, basically, like the the county coroner is like, we we'll send out the the guys. Uh, they just got back from uh, picking up uh, the golf course situation but yeah. they'll uh they'll i'll get them get them rolling your direction no problem i i appreciate it believe me i i know this is a hell of a night yeah yeah but uh i'll get started on the golf course while they're pick, doing the pickup thank you i guess i'm gonna go meet with uh buenaventura okay um, you can start driving out there, no problem. Mm-hmm. Now let's hear from Danny. Where did Danny end up? Uh, well, once Danny um left the lab, uh, he went to go uh get drunk. <laughs> Big surprise. Um, so I think I, I told you two weeks ago that uh, my plan was that he was going to go find a bar, uh, get suitably drunk, and then in uh, a fit of self-loathing and uh, drunkenness, go try and find uh, Peter. That's right. That's right. I, I had forgotten that second part. Uh, so... Uh, why don't we do why don't you do a heart contact to see if you successfully find old Peter okay I can do that all right so that would normally be eight dice but because I am upset and exhausted still it's down to six Oh. That is no successes. Okay. Do you want to stick with that or do you want to push it? Uh, I think I'm going to stick with that. I don't think I want to go for uh, more pushes at the moment. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, So you spend some time... um, going out and uh, uh, searching around, but at this point, you've already had a few drinks, and it's the middle of the night, and you're kind of not really thinking about, like, where would maybe he be hanging out? You're just like, I'm going to go to the places I've seen that guy. So you go by the record store, and he's not there, and you go by uh, the random alleyway that your friends told you they saw him once, and he doesn't seem to be there. Uh, but you're not having any luck finding him. So I'm wandering the streets and basically at every, uh, certainly in the places I think he's at, but every kind of dark alley or place that I think someone might have uh, tried to sleep for the night or set up a little place, I'm calling out uh, for for Peter, uh, just generally being noisy and making an ass of myself. Um, I, 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 I would demonstrate, but I'm 
at, at my house and I can't really shout. No, that's cool. Please that's cool. tell me somebody calls this in. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Why don't you do a heart charm? Okie dokie. Is is, which one of us? Uh, you, uh, Nick. Oh, okay. Nick. Yeah, yeah. All right, I will. I will do that. If there is, I want it to be the uh, old lady and the old man who I. Who oh, it first. I already had them in mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to introduce the randomness. Sure. Uh, same number of dice and still no successes. So maybe this isn't such a great idea, Jason. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, there, there is a call that goes in uh, and you hear uh, Marge get on the radio as you're driving out to uh, the, the scene for poor Officer Ted. Uh, but you hear like the, like maybe a drunken disorderly. Uh, there's some somebody wandering around uh, this neighborhood, sort of near the record shop, and he's just yelling, "Peter, Peter!" Uh, and uh, the the lady on the call, she was very upset. Um, she said that like she was worried that maybe at first that maybe somebody lost their dog or their cat. So she went out to try and help, but then she got outside and she saw this guy sort of shuffling along and uh, who got angry and was like, you're not Peter, where's Peter at? <laughs> uh, so she ran back in her house and called for help. For everyone listening, I'm gesticulating wildly and flipping off the imaginary lady. Uh but uh, she said that she's going to bring it up at the next uh, homeowners association meeting. Uh, of course, because the is neighborhood Karen? the neighborhood is getting terrible. Uh, I I don't know if she's a Karen. I think she's pre Karen. She's like the er Karen. Ah, the elder yeah. Karen. Yeah. So I don't know Barbara? what the elder. Maybe I, it's Barbara. Maybe a Barbara. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh, ooh, yeah, it might be. I'll have to think about what the previous generation's Karens were. Yeah, this used to uh, be such a nice neighborhood, but now you're just letting people wander through the streets. I tell you, Boulder has gone to shit. Yeah, I'm going to navigate um, through that part of town on my way to go okay. uh, out to meet the officer, looking actively for Danny and like shining my cruiser light down dark alleyways and stuff, trying to find sure. him. Uh, unless you have an objection, Danny, I will let her find you. Uh, no, that's fine. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want, you, we can roll and see how that works, but it's it's entirely up to you. Um, how is Midge... Is, is Mitch just driving as normal? Are you running sirens? Are you using like the built-in searchlight or what's going on? I'm using the searchlight, but I don't have sirens or anything on. Okay. So I'm going to assume that Danny then just thinks that it's regular car headlights. Cause he's uh, kind of out of his head. And so probably wouldn't 
notice, uh, so I'm not going to roll a hide or anything. Okay. So after a few minutes of driving around and looking, you come across and you see, like, you turn onto a street and Danny is, like, five houses down and he's just going, Peter! Uh, like, just yelling into the night um, <laughs> for poor Peter. Uh, but not and having any luck so far. And it's punctuated with things like, We can help you! I'm sorry! Danny. No, I'm, I'm looking for Peter. D- Danny. What? What? Get in the fucking car. Not until I find Peter. You know, you are really testing the limits of my patience right now. I want to help you. I want to help you so badly. But I've got bigger fish to fry. And I need you to either get in the car voluntarily or I need to run you in and then go take care of other things. Because you've already caused a disturbance that I could put you in the tank for. Or like I said, you could just come with me. I caused the disturbance. We caused the disturbance. We ruined that kid's life. We'll talk about it on the way. What? On the way Get to where? In the fucking car. What are you talking about? What? What? What could be more important? And besides, it's not like I can help anyway. So you can't help anyone, but you're out here trying to help someone. Am I following you? Look, he may be the only person I can help. You're not going to be able to help him in a state like this. In a state like what? Listen to yourself. Look at yourself. And yeah, his, he's probably slurring and, you know, we slightly waving back and forth. Look, look at myself. What? But, yeah, I'm looking. I'm a fucking washed up failure. It, everyone else has things that's going on that are great, that everything's working out for them. And I can't do anything to help any of you. I'm a worthless piece of garbage but the least I can do is try and find this other guy who, who, who we fucked up even more than that. Yeah, everybody else has got a real great, Danny. Everybody's doing really, really good right now. Crash doesn't think he's a human anymore. Cassie's on her way to complete mad scientist. I don't even know with Colin because he's just, he's got a fucking golden ticket and then crabs invaded his house. Like, yeah, everybody's having a really great time here. Boohoo, I've got this problem that I need to face down for myself, but I refuse to, and I refuse people's help. When Get in the car. What, for what? To go sit around and watch you guys play with drones and skin again? No, I actually have something I need to investigate when one of my officers is down. And you could help me right now by getting in the car, stop causing a disturbance in the neighborhood, and sober the fuck up. Fine. Whatever. Front or back? You can ride up front if you want to. 
uh, Danny will will uh, in my fiction, Midge has opened up the passenger door and has been like having this conversation through that through that if mm-hmm. that works for you. So mm-hmm. I will I'll uh, climb in and close the door. I'm sorry about your officer. Good yeah. job, officer. That's the madman. Take him away. <laughs> yes, Miss Bukowski. Chill out. Ooh, now she has a name. I don't know. I just made up a name. I don't That's know. That's good enough. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> You've given her power. <laughs> I, I, uh, Danny leans out the window and <laughs> tells her to fuck off. <gasps> you make sure to I put that in your report, control, ma'am. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Henry, did you hear what he said to me? <laughs> and then, like, you hear her door close and the voice quiets down, but you can still hear her berating poor Henry. Uh, Jesus, what a nosy bitch. You're not helping anything. That's what I said. Yeah, well, you're actively, like, trying not to at this point. Uh, I go sullenly quiet and stare out the window. That works for Midge. She's going to drive out to the other officer. All right. Uh, On the drive out there, that's when you guys probably pass or you know you see midge's cruiser coming at you and crash you would totally be able to see who's driving right okay um so when they go by i'm gonna you know come to a stop and uh make a u-turn what Wait, what? What? Why? Uh, that was that was Midge. I think Colin was with her. I mean, um, Danny. Uh, oh. I think Danny was with her. Oh, okay. Should we? I mean, he's like we should we should go we should go back there. Did we? Did we tell Midge we were, we weren't going to do that though? Well, I figure if if she's got Danny with her, then she she probably wants us too. Are Are you sure? Yeah, it's it's bring your friend to work day. Okay, all right. I, I, okay, if you think it's okay, cool, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, so cool. All right, we'll we'll go catch up. I can okay. catch up. Okay, cool. And <laughs> I gun it. Oh, who is this jackass driving behind us now? Someone else who needs the tender mercy of Boulder City's finest law. Really? You're going to treat me this way like for forever? Is, is that it? <sighs> yeah, I get it. Your friend's a dirty cop. So sorry. Just, how dare I want to actually help people, help you, help anybody. Look, helping people is what you're good at, and it's what and it's what Crash is good at, and Colin, and even Cassie. You guys are great. 
I seem to recall somebody that used to help us out a lot in more ways than he probably realized. He was the one who actually kept the band together. Yeah, well, he went off to L.A. and and realized he was full of shit. You're doing this to yourself. You realize that, right? I'm doing what to myself? The drinking, it, Danny. You're, look, I enjoy a good drink now and again, and even getting drunk now and again. You're drunk, like, all the time since I got back. Really? You you think that's going to matter? You think that means anything? Here, fine. And I, I hand you the flask. I'll hold on to this for now. And if you think you can stop, let's see. I want you to be able to. (laughs) Fine. I will. Fine. And then uh, you guys pull up uh, behind the the cruiser there with its lights on. And uh, Officer Buenaventura is uh, standing there and he's uh, he's he looks immensely relieved that you have arrived, and Crash and Colin, you guys pull up right behind him. Uh, hey, Midge, we uh, we saw you going by. I figured um, it'd be easier to meet up and and see what's going on. I'm here too. That's okay. <laughs> if you guys just hang back and give me a minute. Yeah, okay. I need to assess the situation and what's going on here. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we'll just hang out over here for a minute. Okay. Uh, so, Officer, when when did you find the vehicle? Uh, well, I got out here to take over the shift. Uh, you know, it, it, one o'clock. That's when he was scheduled to come back in. He didn't come in. I just drove out. Um, you know, I just came on shift, uh, and then I got here and and I found his his cruisers all scorched up, and he's sort of inside. But I didn't see any footprints. I didn't see anything. I'm going to investigate the area and go take a look at Okay. Why don't you roll What there is to see? A mind investigate. Mind investigate. All right. That is four and another two. Uh I got one success. Okay. So that gives you uh, two questions uh, that you can ask, but I'll give you the, the basics of the scene. Uh, okay. So, th- like I said, there's about a five-inch wide scorch mark that goes up the side of the cruiser. Uh, 
where it gets to the glass of the window, it almost looks like the glass bubbled a little bit, right? Like, there's some distortion in the, the auto glass that makes it look like maybe it started to melt for a second. Um, okay. And then along the top, it like the front part of the light bar on the top, like the plastic front edge of that is all melted and looks like it is like just gone. Like the front edge of it is kind of melty and messed up. Uh, like it, a bunch of it melted and dripped onto the roof. Kind Oof. of. Um, and then inside, um, inside uh, is the like basically from like the upper thigh down. There are two legs in Boulder City PD pants. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and then there's nothing left above that. Like, it's just gone. Gone is in, like... And let me know if this is one of my questions. Um, I'm trying to determine, like... This is obviously a high heat situation. Do Does the, the meat of the legs in what remains of the pants look cauterized? Yes. And that doesn't count as one of your questions. That's obvious okay. to see. Um, but, like, what's what's interesting and weird about it is that it doesn't seem like everything in the car is kind of destroyed. Um, it's almost like there was a very precise beam of heat that momentarily flashed along this line. So it was almost like it was fast enough that stuff didn't have a chance to react too much sure um yeah uh so i get two questions yes um do i know of any i mean obviously everybody knows about robots and and they're you know just generally that they're part of our uh, world, sure. World, yeah. Um, have I heard of any that are could specifically cause that much heat? Uh, I mean, in theory. I, I mean, like, yeah, you, you if that, that makes like, sense. You know that there's like heat guns, you know, kind of. Um, not like ray guns, but like. It looks like maybe a super concentrated heat ray of some kind. Like, it's more science fiction than science fact. Okay. Uh, um, but, like, maybe. All right. So there, so there isn't technology that I'm aware of that I would expect could cause something like this. Certainly um, not commonly okay. available. Um, are there any non-human tracks around no okay the only footprints you see are obviously where uh buenaventura walked up to the car mm -hmm. and then where he walked away from the car okay uh, but there's no like weird tire tracks or or something no. unusual 
The the only tire tracks you see are the ones where it looks like he pulled the cruiser in and parked it behind the sign here. Okay. Probably there's like a couple of tire tracks that look like that because this is probably like a common spot. Sure. Uh, so like that's fair. But they're all like they go under the car, so like no other car pulled in here just tonight. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's cordon off the area. I have the coroner coming. I'm going to have samples taken while they're here alongside the removal of what remains of the body for uh, further testing. It's kind of all we can do for this right now. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, walking around in the dark, is there anything that, like, one of us can see? Uh, like, how close do you want to walk up to this scene? Ten feet-ish away? I mean, is there, I don't know, any directionality from where the beam might have come from? Did it go through the sign? Was the other side. No, you don't. You don't actually see any damage on the sign. Um, okay. You do see like down. I, I'll, I'll give this to everybody. You do see down at the base of like underneath the car door on the the ground. There's a spot where like some of the sandy dirt has almost been glassed. Right. Like it was heat high enough that there's like a sheen and then like where Buenaventura's foot stopped when he looked in the window of the car, like, it crunched and fractured the ground there a little bit. So, like, just the surface of the earth. Just a tiny brush with super high heat. But you don't see any other external damage. Uh, For free, I'll give you on the other side of the car... It mm-hmm. doesn't look like there's any damage. It's like just this one side, and that's it. Okay. You just sort of wander around in the dark, I guess. It crashed. Do you think it's the robot body thief? Uh, I guess it, it could be, but I don't remember him having anything that could get this hot. Like, what what would be the point of that? And what would he want with the cop? Well, he seemed like he was a couple Fruit Loops short of a bowl of cereal, if you get my meaning. Yeah. I think that, like, if he was obsessed with bigger, more powerful arms, it's not a stretch to think that he would have been obsessed with some other sort of weaponry. And the mental state he was in if that cop saw him he might not be thinking he might be thinking about no witnesses yeah huh maybe we should um spread out a little and see if we can see those types of footprints because Benaventure is not going to know what to look for sure sure how close do you want to get to it crash 
Oh, I'll go right up to it until somebody tells me not to. Okay. Uh, He's a volunteer search and rescue. Yep. <laughs> I want you to have like a little badge that you just carry. All Trust me, I'm a professional. Uh, when you get close to it, your uh, and I, I don't say this to try and mean anything other than just what it is. Your optical sensors mm. get real staticky. When I get close to the car itself? When you get, yeah, when you get close to the, ed, the car with the burn mark on it. Hmm. Like, real, like, almost like there's, like, star streaks, like Star Trek-style warp speed streaks. Huh. Like, moving past your vision when you get close okay. to it. And if I back up, does it, it, it clear up? It up, yeah. Okay. So, uh, is, so Nick's with me because we were just talking. Where's, where's Colin at this point? I'm about, let's see, you guys are right up at the car, so I'm probably about 10, 15 feet behind you. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to turn to talk to um, Danny and Colin because okay. Midge is over talking to the officer, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, guys, I can't get close to this thing. It it like fuzzes out my vision. Um, I want to get a closer look, but I I don't want to get any. I probably shouldn't get any closer to the car. But fuzzes out, your, fuzz vision. out your vision. How? Uh, it's it just goes streaky. You know, like when your uh, TV isn't quite tuned in right, and you got to fuss with the antenna. It's it's kind of like that. What would do that i don't know there must be some sort of residual uh maybe radiation or frequency emitter or something in the car maybe it's magnetized radiation Um, yeah uh, something like that um it's probably a magnet it took us a long time for cassie to figure out that the magnets make me sick um, maybe what, can one of you get closer with like a paperclip or something and see? Yeah, sure. No problem. Well, okay. Danny, uh, gets, starts walking towards the, the car and reaches into his, uh, pocket where he normally keeps the metal flask, but of course it's not there. Uh, so I pat my pockets until I find, uh, something else like a key ring. Uh, and you're going to try and like stick it to the car. Uh, I'm going to see if it, uh, like starts to tug or pull as I, as I hold it. And I'm going to keep getting closer and seeing if anything reacts that way. It doesn't seem to be magnetic. Midge definitely flashes Danny a look of like, the fuck are you doing? Danny mouths. I'm helping. I'm going to try to wave Midge over. I, I back up from the car and say to Crash, I'm not feeling any sort of magnetics. Could it be radiation or something? Maybe. I mean, everything gives off a little radiation. I I just don't know what would make this instant little burn. Midge will come over and kind of wave the other officer back to stay by the car 
to come back over and talk to you guys. Hey, so um, the burn, that burn mark. Yeah. I went over to get a closer look at it and my uh, eyes, my sen- my sensors went all wonky, like out of focus. And I, I couldn't really see properly. Um, Nick, you didn't notice anything like that, right? can't hear you. Sorry, I had the chat bar open, so it was just spacing there. Yeah. Um, Dave didn't describe anything, so I'm going to assume no. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's... so... And it's not magnets, so I knew you were going to ask, and it's not that. Way to get ahead of me there. Thank you. Uh... Midge is going to look up at the sky and see if she can spot anything that looks like maybe even the... Uh, I'm worrying now that it has something to do with the like air pirate radio people. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Um, Since there's no tracks around that we've seen. I, you don't see them anywhere close by. Um, like certainly not with it, like guesstimating how fast one of those things could go. You'd assume that there's nowhere they could have gotten out of sight by now, unless they turned off all their lights and ran into the night. But even before you know that they didn't have all their lights turned off when other people in the party encountered them before, they always kept their like bare minimum safety running lights according to yeah i, I just thought FAA. i would see if anything was receding into the distance or not but no not that you see i'm worried that this hit was from something not earthbound yeah, anybody also for free i will give you there are no ufos in the sky <laughs> like you look up and you, you see nothing unusual in the sky yeah, you you mean like the the radio pirates, right? Yeah, um, magnetrine. Yeah, I mean the thing that is weird is just like the fact that this is still giving off some sort of ambient effect, and it yeah. got so hot, it's like a little mini nuke went off or something. Like I, I <sighs> but how that doesn't make any sense. That's just a a wild guess based on the parameters. If you had told me the sand turned to glass, I wouldn't have believed you. That sounds like a crazy exaggeration. Is it on the side of the car that faces towards town? Yes. I wonder if it came all the way from the town. You mean mean it was fired from town? Yeah, like, you know, if someone had some sort of radiation gun in town. Or they could have done it on their way by. I mean, it could be a drive-by. Can I, I, based on what Colin is saying, can I... uh, put myself in the path that it would have traveled if it had been town, like sight down that line. See if there's anything that stands out to me. Um, 
Sure. Uh, you can look in towards town, and there's really nothing in a direct line of sight uh, except for there's eventually you get you can see one of the the big reactor towers of the loop in the distance, but I mean you could kind of make that argument from almost any angle because those are the only real tall things in town. I want to walk in that direction a little while and see if maybe I can find uh, another set of tracks, like if this was some sort of projectile. I'm, I'm yeah. going to walk with him. Okay. Don't leave me behind. You yeah, guys... let's, let's all go. Let's take a closer look. Uh, Mitch, you still have to deal with this with uh, Officer Buenaventura. I do, but I'll keep an eye on your progress. Okay. Uh, I'm waiting for the coroner's office to get here. Cool. Do, do you have one of those big heavy flashlights? I got nothing here. Yeah, it's... Uh, just grab it from the cruiser. Cool, thanks. Yeah. So I go grab that a police mag light. Eight cell mag light, man, yeah. yeah. I don't want to turn it on. I just want something heavy in my hand. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the epitome of 90s cool right there. Yep. I can light up the night and kill you. Mm-hmm. As as the three of us walk, Danny is kind of uh, bumping into the other two periodically. Uh, I say nothing. Danny, are you, are you watching where you're going there? Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's dark. I can't quite you know my 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 foot's turning. Oh oh okay, that's fine. Um. Do you want the light on? I, I, I guess I could turn this on. I didn't want to wreck our night vision. You guys, You're muted. Both have, you, you guys both have night vision? Well, everyone has night vision, Colin. You, you could see better in the dark if you don't flash a light in your face. Right, but most of us don't have dark vision like you have dark vision. Well, I'm just saying, if I turn the light on, everyone's going to see worse in the dark when I turn it off. So, do you want me to turn it on, or leave it off for now? Well, what can... Are you able to see anything better? Uh, yeah, I can see just fine without it. It's, it's fine. Just well, are there any... Off. Are there any kind of big tracks or anything here, like from the thief? Uh, I'm I'm looking, uh, Dave. Should I roll anything or? Um, I, I for free I will give you that that no, you don't see any tracks that are obvious. Um, okay. If you really want to spend some time, because I mean it's a big desert, so it would take a long time to like pace out a fifty yard perimeter. Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, and you're welcome to try that if you need to, but. Quit following um, red herrings, says Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's what you want to investigate, please go for it. No, uh, I, I just but, don't think... I, it seems like whatever this was probably came from far away or was here and left. Uh, that's that's my in-character assessment. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to find anything out here. Yeah, well, I was just trying oh, to no, do Danny, something. Danny, look out. 
and I, I like jump and point at, at Danny's feet as if there's like a snake or something. Uh, Danny has a delayed reaction, but goes, ah, oh, what? And probably <laughs> falls over. He crashes a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. What? What? I don't see anything. Oh, I, I, it was just a shadow. Sorry, I, th- I thought it was a scorpion. A scorpion? Yeah, man, we're in the desert. I don't, I don't know, guys. I don't know if we should keep going this way. No, no. Let, let's head back. There's nothing out here. And about this time, the yeah. like the coroner van pulls up, and a couple of uh, tired but efficient civil servants emerge, and put on their protective gloves and and stuff, and then they kind of start walking towards the cruiser after Buena Ventura kind of points them in the right direction. Um, try and get some samples of uh, the scorching as well. We need to analyze what could have possibly done this, and if there's anything we can glean from that. Sure, no problem. Uh, we'll call a tow truck out here to get the cruiser later. But uh, they they go about their grisly business. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel the need to describe them doing all of their stuff, but, you know, they collect the rest of Officer Ted. I'm going to assume that there's some sort of... Um police procedures in place that Midge or somebody is removing the shotgun and the radio and I mean if it's going to be out here before the tow truck comes you can't just leave the you know leave whatever's in there sure yeah that's fine Buena Ventura yeah, we'd be following that. all of them yeah that's logical well now what guys To now the exclusion zone? Do we go to the exclusion zone? Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of have to. That's all I can... That's all that's left to do. Let's see, it's late, though, right? Out of character. Yeah, I mean, it's... By now, it's probably 1 o'clock in the morning. Like... Ugh. It's late, late. Mm. Maybe we should... Should we all go get some rest? That was going to be my suggestion. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I don't... Plus, how much are we going to be able to see in pitch black water at this point? Yeah, I don't want to go out there on a half charge, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to swing by the hospital, see if Maddie wants to go home, and uh, we'll go get some rest. The answer is yes. Uh, she totally does want to go home. Um, by the time you get back to the hospital and get her, she was totally like, even at first glance, you get the, I'm keeping it together because my brother said to keep it together. Yeah. But it would be real nice to not be dealing with this right mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll collect her and, 
make sure everyone at the hospital is okay. Is, is everyone stable and in good condition? Yeah. Um, uh, Claudia is still unconscious. Okay. Um, but they did some minor surgery on her wounds, and she seems okay. Damn it, Dave. I care about these characters a lot more now that we played as them. <laughs> They're real people. <laughs> I mean, I cared before, but now... Oh, man. All right. Um, so, yeah, I'll... Uh, you know, once we check in with everyone and say our goodbyes, I'll, I'll take Maddie back and we'll get uh, put away for the evening. Okay. So you guys all head home for the night. Uh, are you taking uh, Danny home, Midge? Yeah, I guess I kind of have to. Okay. To whose home? <laughs> I don't think right now is the time for uh, you know the the cannon crush or anything <laughs> man every time all the time it's time for cannon crush sh- sh- shipping that that was the word i couldn't remember <laughs> i like cannon crush better the, the yeah the latest game <laughs> oh, I, my uh, dog's losing no, her mind i have uh, to mute go ahead no definitely taking danny back to his home and probably not really saying anything to him along the way. I think I'd probably just look very thoughtful and kind of intense right now. Um, Danny isn't talking much either. He's pretty sullen and probably looking out the other window, uh, looking over towards Midge, but then if there's any indication that she's going to be looking back at him looking back the other way so um you get back to uh you get back to Danny's house and in the driveway is Danny's dad's car. And right next to the car is this bright, fiery red uh, convertible Mercedes SL uh, that is pretty brand new. Like, it looks real nice. Uh, and it's taking up the other spot in the driveway. Oh, fuck me. What? Listen, um, can you drive me to the Three Pines Motel? What's going on? That's Lisa's car. I cannot fucking deal with this right now. I just, I need, can you just take me someplace I can get a, get this, that I can sleep? Take Take me a fucking Jax. I don't care. I'll I'll sleep in the back. Don't be stupid. I've got a room. 
Danny looks really uncomfortable, uh, but I, doesn't argue. I'll be at the hotel, but... I don't... We used to be friends, Danny. Ooh, sorry, out of character, but damn. <laughs> it's not that he hasn't been deserving that, but... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put you out or anything. Not any more than has already occurred. I want you to have a good night's sleep and I want you to sleep things off. Yeah, fine. Thanks. No, that's, that's, I, I really appreciate it. Think I could clear up one of those conditions for you? <laughs> well, uh, let's see. We've got scared and exhaust or uh, upset and exhausted. I'm not sure that this is going to clear upset, but exhausted maybe. Fair enough. Uh, so, do a heart lead roll. I just realized I have three conditions too. Does sleeping clear any of it? Uh, if you've got exhausted marked and you get through this night without anything interrupting you, sure. Okay. I got one success. Okay. One success will clear a condition. So giving Danny a safe place to actually just sleep it off would help with exhausted if he wants. No, I, th I think that, that works. That sounds good. Cool. Rock on. So, uh, you guys go to bed. Uh, you wake up the next morning. And uh, the world seems like a normal place. <laughs> there has not been an invasion of vampire, death, alien crabs. Um there has not been a robot uprising with heat rays murdering all the rest of the police force. Um, from what you can tell, like things kind of haven't gotten any worse eight hours later. Uh, Colin's mom seems like she actually went off to sleep eventually um, and was okay after her close encounter with the vampire crabs. Um, Maddie is still completely knocked out, right? So by the time you finish your charge cycle and get up in the morning, Maddie is totally just unconscious still. Uh, okay, I'm going to start making pancakes. Pancakes! And then try and call Cassie. I've got the phone, like, perched... While I'm you're cooking to, the pancakes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you can get a hold of her. Um, I forget we left her doing tests on the crab meat, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, um, if uh, collectively, if you guys want to roll, uh, like mind investigate, 
Uh, like whoever's better at that can roll it. That's fine. I've got a five and a two. So seven dice altogether. Seven dice. I've got six. Yeah, we got five total. Okay. So if you want to do seven plus everybody else, roll one die. I got a whole lot of nothing when I rolled my one die. I got three successes with my seven. Uh, Nothing here. Snap. Okay, so uh, with three successes, you get four questions about the biology of the crab or anything that Cassie could have reasonably researched about the crab overnight. Um, And you guys can collectively figure Uh, out what questions you want. All right. Mm -hmm. You mean we want to know where it comes from? Okay. Uh, it is absolutely like nothing else on this planet. Like, it does not fall into the same... Like, she managed to use a microscope and kind of look at some of the, the leftover blue blood, and it doesn't match up with the blood cells of, like, the horseshoe crab. Like, that's the closest thing to it, but that's not right. Um, it's an entirely different evolutionary path. So either it's completely undiscovered or it's completely alien. All right. So complete alien is a pretty reasonable assumption at this point. I I think so. Um, Does it have any weaknesses? Um, I mean... I don't think she's had time to, like, test it against every natural Earth pathogen that she has access to, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's no specific... So, like, she, she, you know, she probably tried... Like, it's probably got a, an aversion to bleach. You know, it's got... Okay. Sort of... You know, things, biological things, wouldn't like so much. Okay. <laughs> Work on it as well. Okay. But there's no like, oh yeah, when I put two drops of iodine on it, it incinerates itself. Or nothing <laughs> that that obvious and extreme. Okay, it, it's it's not hurt by selenium, right? Yeah, yeah. or the common cold. <laughs> Nor like average water doesn't cause problems. It's not okay. a poorly planned alien invasion. Yeah. Is is uh, and I don't know if this is already included with its of alien origin. Does did Cassie's information do anything about telling us, uh, like what kind of atmosphere that it would be most comfortable in, or if breathing our atmosphere has a problem? Um, it's. It seems to use nitrogen in a way that humans and most things on Earth use oxygen. So it does okay here because there's still nitrogen in the atmosphere. It would probably be like supercharged because our our atmosphere is mostly nitrogen. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, supercharged in that way that, like, if you're breathing pure oxygen, 
yeah, you're a little bit better, but... Oh, it's high? It's totally got nitrogen <laughs> yeah. high? Like, you'd think, like, it would do better at, like, you know, high altitude. Like, <laughs> if the crabs tried to climb Mount Everest, they'd do all right. <laughs> you know, like, that kind of thing, you know. I, I will say, when you were describing it, my brain jumped from nitrogen to nitroglycerin, and I was like, what? They breathe what? <laughs> they breathe explosions! Yeah. <laughs> but Into the are fiery maw of the crab people. <laughs> but their hearts are all very regular. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, no, not nitroglycerin, nitrogen. Um, so, well, oh, was that our three questions? That was, yes. Yeah. Three questions. You have one more. Oh, okay. Anybody else? So you said a leg to work from, right? Well, she had like the leg and sort of like the connective tissue of the leg. So like the... I don't know what the actual term is for it, but like crab pelvis, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, was it a boy crab or a girl crab? <laughs> I don't. I don't think she had that part of the crab, just sort of the side. <laughs> I know I'm being a dick. Crab pelvis is going to be the name of my maritime Elvis cover band. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna write uh, sea shanties like Elvis songs. <laughs> Dave, what's wrong? He's li broken. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> what did I? Okay, so no, it is not crab Elvis. <laughs> as much as I love it. Uh, the idea of this murderous vampire crab on stage and a bunch of rhinestones and sequins. yeah, so Crab Elvis is still out there, is what yeah, you're telling me. I mean, he's still alive for sure. Yep, got it. I believe. Mm-hmm. Don't step on my blue kindness exoskeletons. Um, so a- after talking to um, uh, uh Cassie. About this, I guess. I guess we didn't use our fourth question. Maybe we'll think of it in a minute. That's right. Um, but um, I'm going to call everybody else and just say, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm making pancakes. I'm going to wait until Maddie wakes up. And, you know, just individually making this call. I don't know if we have to go through and, and do it all three times, but uh, and because I can't fucking text anyone, <laughs> uh, just." invite everyone over because I'm going to wait until Maddie gets up and I'm making food. And if anyone wants to come over, they're welcome to quick question. Uh, is there an awkward moment when crash finds that both Danny and Midge are at Midge's place? I guess that's important (laughs) because I, I would have called, let's say I called Danny's house first and they said you weren't, you hadn't come home. And then I called Midge. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> for sure. Uh, so my first question would be like, Mitch, do you know, did Danny get home okay? No. Is is he, all, what what happened? Uh, he's sleeping it off here. Oh. Okay. Apparently, Lisa was back and he didn't want to interact with her and I just, I don't want to fight with him anymore. Sure. Okay. That's, uh, okay. Yep. Cool. Um, well, anyway, I'm making pancakes. If I mean, I don't know if y'all, maybe you have plans already, but uh, I was going to call There are Colin. zero plans, and pancakes sound awesome, and Lord knows he could probably do with eating something. Okay. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll put on more coffee, and um, I'll call Colin. Yeah, make, like, all the coffee you have. Yeah, okay. No, I, I think you may have heard that I want a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> He wants that is, all of the coffee. That not is just a lot. One of the of best it. scenes in all of television. Um, okay, so we'll see you soon? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So uh, I assume I'm going to have to go wake Danny up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Go pound on the door. Danny. Get up. We're going to go have pancakes. Oh, so loud. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Um, hold on. And I, yeah. uh, I... I'll be downstairs. Get ready. And Crash is making pancakes. And yeah. Oh, crash cakes. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so I'll pull on my I'll pull on my pants and rumple clothes uh, and make my way downstairs. Listen, um I'm sorry. I I was gonna say about last night, but I mean I'm I'm just sorry. Thank you. Danny, I I think as the as you say that he also says, uh hey, um pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. But No, you know what? No, I'm not going to be distracted by that. I I need to get this off my chest, okay? Coming right. back to this town was really fucking hard. Really fucking hard. And the thing that I was hoping for was to come back and at least maybe see everybody again. Uh, maybe it, Maybe you guys would give a damn about me coming back. And then I want better for you than this, Danny. You deserve better than you're giving yourself. 
you don't have to say anything. Let's go get some fucking pancakes. I just needed to say it. I, uh, yeah, um, yeah, pancakes. I imagine it is a very solemn drive over to crashes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair. Uh, if unless there's any objections, everybody can meet up at Crashes for pancakes and coffee. So you're all there. Cool. I think quietly in the background on the on the hi-fi is uh, one of our old band tapes. <laughs> Out of character, I just have to say I love how you keep. <laughs> Poking, poking, poking with that. <laughs> it's it's Crash's idea of like subtlety. So So uh you guys get so, there uneventfully and it's breakfast time. And Maddie's still asleep? Uh unless you wake her. Mm mm. I do make sure that she's in there. She, she's a hundred percent in there and just just knocked out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not in an evil way. Not right. Like right. She's someone out. didn't yeah. invade the house last night and club her on the back of the head with a black Got jack. It. She yeah. is just teenager sleeping. Yep. I'm familiar. <laughs> um, Has anyone seen the end of Almost Famous? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, we could talk out here in the dining room. Um, you know, Maddie's all the way down the other end of the house. Um, we just, you know, keep our voices down. Uh, so, uh, talk to Cassie this morning and it's, uh, crab things. Definitely an alien. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Like as, as sure as anyone can be. Of fucking course it is. And Danny pinches his uh, the bridge of his nose. And it, um, I guess, I don't know, she said something about it. It eats nitroglycerin, I think. Um, which is pretty weird. Uh, and out of character, what was the other thing we, we learned? Uh, let's it's see. alien. It's nitrogen. It's oh, and it doesn't have any weaknesses. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. It, and then we still have a fourth question. No known obvious weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. And it's invincible. Awesome. Invincible. That's great information. Um, well, I mean, a car drove over one, so that's that's good. Um, well, Vampire crabs about... from outer space sounds like an amazing band, but uh, mm. not not so great for Boulder City. I guess part of me is wondering just with what we've observed from them, if just the way that they move together, I mean, do crabs ever have like drones where they have like the lead crab? I don't, I don't queen. I don't, they're not that like doesn't ants. sound like regular crabs to me. 
they're alien crabs, so they're not going to be like regular crabs. Well, exactly. Well, right. I just wonder with the swarming and the just everything that they do, they they seem to operate on a in a different way. Yeah, maybe more like an insect. Yeah. Maybe so, I mean maybe these crabs are more like that. I mean to your point, I mean it's it's just not how crabs like are. So out of character. Damn it, I am a deputy sergeant, not a crab expert. Out of character, like, crabs do tend to, like, in crabbing season, for anybody that's ever watched The Deadliest Catch, like, they literally are, can be like a carpet of crabs on the bottom of the sea. Like, that are all kind of moving along and munching and, yeah. So that's not completely outside normal crab biology. But most crabs don't stab things and drain them of blood. Thank you for adding carpet of crabs to my Rolodex of nightmares. Yeah. If you legitimately wake up afraid at some point, I expect a text message, no matter what time of day or night. (laughs) If you're like, is that the crab carpet? <laughs> For the record, crab carpet is worse. <laughs> so yeah, it worse. really is. <laughs> yeah. Do the, the crab curtains match the crab carpet? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> crabs in your carpet are different from a carpet of crabs. That's all fair. Um, I want to bring up sort of an out-of-character question. I don't know if we want to turn this into an in-character question since we're sort of holding off on one of those. Do we have any idea why an alien life form that primarily breathes nitrogen is sucking blood out of humans, which would be a complete evolutionary weird thing? Like, do they need the iron or the hemoglobin or like, what is up with that? And I don't I'm fine with that being the last question personally. Okay. Um, she doesn't see that there's a reaction to, to human blood other than perhaps that's just the way these crabs hunt. And humans got in their way. Kind of like sharks. They don't specifically eat humans. But if a dumbass human gets in their mouth, they might eat some. Yeah, it it could be that we, we sort of look similar to their prey. And they went after him, went after humans, and then went, oh, gross. Ew, David, no. Or, <laughs> yum, this is tasty. That would be unfortunate. Maybe. Hopefully that didn't happen. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's the other way around, and we're basically empty calories. Like, they somehow think that they're getting something out of it, but they're not. Delicious juice boxes. Yeah. We're Twinkies? You're saying we're Twinkies. Pretty much. Are you saying we're not, though? Fair enough. Very fair. <laughs> Negative. I am a meat popsicle. 
<laughs> Do we have that movie yet? <laughs> I'll check the Google. Because <laughs> if we don't, Mids just said something real weird. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. That was Mac, not Midge. Yeah, I like it. Uh, um, not, not 1997, so not yet. Uh, oh, it's close. so close. I thought it was more 99 than 97, but... Uh, 97 sounds right. It was like mid-college for me. Um, okay, gang, so what if... Um, uh, I don't know how they got all the way out in the woods. I mean, maybe they're wandering out of the water. They they were real pale from being away from the exclusion water. Because as soon as we put some of that back on them, they turn blue again. So maybe they're wandering around, starving. They don't know what they're doing. They hunt the first thing they come after. You know, the, you know, they see the people in the woods, and they're wandering around and confused. And they're just dumb animals, so whatever. But we got to go in the water and see what's going on. Like we were already talking about this. Uh, Colin and I got a couple of dry suits. Um, I'm happy to wear one. I, I mean, maybe we just send one person down. We've got a backup suit that way. Um, uh, I'm a, why don't I go down there and see what I can see, come back, and and we make a plan. You're not going by yourself. There's no reason to risk two people. I don't have to breathe. It's, I don't need to air tanks. It's just going to be a lot simpler if I go by myself. Somebody should be watching your back. I agree. I definitely agree. But don't volunteer. <laughs> no, you don't need to. I am. Have you been diving before? I'm not worried about it. I am, though. Like, what? This is going to get complicated. Mr. Oh, we can't do this by ourselves. we got to get together and work on things. You're not going by yourself. No, I mean, I need you in the boat and then, you know, to haul me out. Is that suit even going to fit you, Midge? It looks like it's been fitted. Has it been? Oh, yeah, that's a good question, um, Dave. Colin, bus, bus, Colin. Oh, no. I I mean, it's not like well, a wetsuit. So, I honestly, in my head, I don't know how big of stature Colin versus Midge. I am not a big dude. Okay. I am a little, little scrawny dude. So, I, I don't know how big Midge is. Not average. So, I, I, I'm okay either way. However you guys want to work that out. So, like, six foot six, Midge? Yeah, that sounds average to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah nailed it. We're not talking about Midge's intimidation factor. We're just talking about actual yeah. physical size. Oh, yeah, that was the... I, I did the equation already. I just didn't yeah. show my work. Right. Um, 
It's just heavily weighted on the like the look of disdain. <laughs> okay. So let's just consider this logically. We've got a little drone we can send down there to scout out ahead of time. Then we can go down to follow it if it doesn't immediately get destroyed. But the thing is, uh, it's a lot less complicated for me to go. It doesn't really matter how deep it gets. It doesn't matter, you know, if, uh, you know, I'm not going to take air with me. It's, you know, they, they, they can't like slice my breathing tube and then suddenly I'm, I'm toast. Like I, I'm just a little bit sturdier and there's no reason for the rest of you to be in like immediate danger when, you know, I can have you in the boat ready to pull me out. Uh, bullshit. From what you told me, if that water gets on you, it's 10 times worse than it is for anybody else. You're just as vulnerable if they cut your breathing cord or if they breach your suit as any of us are. Well, I I mean, I'm not going to have a breathing line. That's the point. It's going to be sealed off. You are not going alone. Sorry about it, pal. Listen, someone reminded me that we all work best together than trying to be alone. We're not letting you go down there alone. We do. We do work best together. All right. Well, I I don't want to argue about it. It's fine. Good. I guess you can decide who wants to go with me into the deep dark. I'm going. Okay. So you guys want to head out to the exclusionary zone? Uh, yeah, I just want to wait till Maddie's up to make sure I can check in with her first. Okay. How long are you going to wait? Mm, well, at least until my human friends are done eating. Okay. <laughs> and then if she's still not up, I'll go check on her. Okay. Well, she's still not up. Oh, okay. So I'll go into her room and be like, you know, sort of knock on the door that's already open. I like, uh, Maddie. And she kind of sits up like, uh, yeah, like bolts up from bed. Like hair uh-huh. is a madness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, it is looking into the eye of an elder. God is mm. see your hair in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we both have pretty curly hair. Um, so, okay. Sorry. It's it's pretty late morning. There's a big pile of pancakes in the dining room, and I have to go out. And I didn't want to leave without telling you. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. So okay. you can go back to sleep if you want, but there's also a, a bunch of food. I'll I'll put some tin foil on it. Have Have you heard anything from no, the hospital no one, or? No, I don't. I don't know anything new. But okay. Uh, I, I'm fine. Like, if you want to have your friends come over here, that's great. But I'd really love it if you didn't go out today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because um, we just don't know what's going on with those crab things. Yeah. Yeah. Are you 
going to be safe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. I'm not doing anything with that. I'm going to go over to the lab for a bit, and then we're we have to do some research. Okay. You remember the the deal we made? Out of character, no. If it's going to be a problem, we're both going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm going to find out if it's a problem. Like Cassie's doing research on this thing. We're trying to figure out what's what and we're we're going to we're going to figure out what to do. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, I'll I'll go eat some breakfast and then I'm going to call my friends. See what's okay. going on. Okay. okay great. But I'll, I'll, I will I'll stay um, home today. Great. I'll I'll check in and you know when I can. I've got my pager just uh Stay in touch. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll see you this afternoon. Okay. Everyone ready to go? Let's do the yeah. thing. Let's roll. Okay, cool. Uh, Dave, I think I probably have a like a Z- Zodiac kind of boat. Would this had come up early on in the season? And we hadn't yes. gone to get it, but I, I imagined that I have like a Zodiac raft kind of thing in the garage. I th- I think you guys used it. Yeah, we had At something. Point, I don't... You, like when you went out and you, you got close to the the radio pirates. Yeah. Right? I just don't remember if that was my boat or like. I think that was Colin's. Was it? Oh, yeah, Colin, it was. was that your boat? Yeah, it was my boat, my little boat. Okay. So I'll go back and get my boat. Okay. Okay. Um, when you guys go by Colin's house, uh, Colin, your mom has left a note that she is going off to see her friends from church. Mm. And she's not home. It just says friends from church? Yeah. Um, hmm. Everything okay? I mean, unless you specifically don't want her to have once gone to church and had friends there. No, that's fine. I'm just okay. trying to remember how long it's been since she went. And who her friends were and where they live. And how far away it is. And Okay. It's just odd. But it's okay. All right. I mean, obviously, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm not too, 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 too worried about that. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right, we'll go get, go get the boat. You can drag your boat out of your garage. Um, the bottom part of the garage door is all kind of messed up, but it takes a little work, but you get the door open. Um, and you can drag your boat out. Now, is everybody wanting to go on the boat? Yeah. Well, I, I actually have a question here. 
Um, okay. So as Danny, um, so what's the plan? Are you just going to walk out from the pier? Are we going to try and lower you from a boat? Or how, how's this all going to work? Uh, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. The, the exclusion zone is all like in the middle of town for the most part, right? Like not not out by the boat launch or anything. Yeah, it's not. It's like it's actually only a couple of like couple of blocks from Colin's house. Uh, and there's kind of, you know, they've set up the the concrete barriers along the end of the road where the water comes up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then beyond that, like, you can tell the water gets deeper because, like, right at the beginning, it's only a couple of inches. And then by the time you go a couple of houses down the block, it's maybe it's a foot deep. And then a little farther, it's a little deeper than that. Um, yeah. It's not like a sudden drop off in elevation or something, where right. suddenly it's fifty feet deep or anything. So, but so we're going to have to get in the boat and um, and head out there. Uh, but you know, um, Midge and I can can walk the boat out most of the way. You know, we'll walk next to the boat. Hmm. I mean, Works for me. You guys have successfully gone out there before. Uh, yeah. So, I was just mainly thinking four people in shallow water. might um, the, the boat might not go super oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you guys can get it to the point where the boat would float. Okay. <laughs> and be able to, you know, lower the little motor into the water and, you know, that stuff. It's not that far a walk into the water to okay. get it like that. Um, but just so it's been said, before we even... Like leave the car, you know, as we we get out of the car and we have the boat and and our our dry suits and everything. Like my dry suit is one hundred percent sealed up before we even walk the boat over to the water, uh, because I am extremely paranoid about what's happening. Sure. Do you have your whole helmet on and everything too? Yeah, yeah, everything. Okay. No problem. But I haven't really said anything about it. I'm just like, we park, we get out. There's, you know, the boat's on the roof or whatever because we went to Collins and and I'm just getting out, getting changed in the, you know, behind the Jeep. Um, You do get a couple of looks from a couple of the people that live at the end of the street. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, it's kind of weird. Like, you can tell there's a couple of people that are like, who's this coming to the end of the street? Why do they oh, have a yeah. boat? Why is that guy putting on like a scuba suit? Uh, like, Mid, should you should you call the station and tell them not to worry if someone calls in? Uh, I'm not sure that's the best course of action. Um, well, what happens if someone calls us in? I turn back and look at like the people who are um, watching us. I think I'm going to flash my badge at them. Okay. So they're like, hopefully see it and be like, oh, okay. So why don't you do a heart charm? Okay. Standard police procedure, ma'am. Let's see. Okay. Roll them dice. Nope. Uh, shit. Okay. Oh. 
I'm debating when is the time to push them. You know, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Uh, <laughs> but oh. we also don't want anybody <laughs> uh, up in our grills about this either. Um, Can I help by flashing my badge as well? <laughs> please don't. Sir, please put that back. <laughs> Sir, this is a Denny's, sir. <laughs> um, I'm going to mark a condition and re-roll. Okay, deal for it. All right, I'm going to mark upset because I think I'm pretty upset at this point. That's legitimate. And I got two successes. Oh, okay. So, uh, your first success, you successfully... Uh, demonstrate the fact that you are a legitimate police officer and have business doing whatever weird science is happening out here with a boat and a <laughs> couple of divers. Um, with your second success, you can pick. Uh, they keep believing you. So if you come out here again, people will just go, oh, it's, you know, Officer Johansson and the, you know, even though you're not an officer, but you know what I mean. Um, uh, uh, they will take risks to help you. So if your boat gets in trouble, maybe somebody along here might attempt to help. Um, they will try and persuade other people to believe you. So if anybody else happens by, they'll be like, oh yeah, don't worry, they it's the police. They know what they're doing. Um, or they are frightened, confused, or impressed. Or... Uh, this one's kind of weird, but we can make it work. They're infatuated. Oh, definitely that last one. No, just okay. I mean, nope, we can make nope. it happen. Uh, I'm just kidding. Super kidding. I don't need that. Um, I think that uh, they would try the, the one where they would talk other people into believing it as well. Oh, okay. Sure. So if somebody else happens by, they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's police business. It's it's fine. Yeah, don't worry. That boat's fine. <laughs> There's like tentacles wrapping around it and dragging the boat under. It's police business. It's fine. No, we're, <laughs> we're all fine here. Thanks. How are you? Um, so, yeah, no problem. And Crash, you can don your helmet and be prepared to be in a sealed environment. Um, I forget when when Cassie designed the little drone. Does the remote have a little view screen on it or something? Like, how how do we see what the drone is doing? Um, if I remember correctly, she made like a really good roll. Yeah, on making yeah, the drone. Um, so I, I sure yeah, it's got a a rudimentary camera system on it. Okay. Um, like it probably doesn't have like extensive quality to the video, but you can see what it can see. Yeah. Well, like black and white, you know, for yeah, screen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it probably even has like some built in lighting. Like there's two, yeah. like some of the knuckles light up, you know? Uh-huh. Oh no, never mind. Strike that. She didn't turn the hand into the drone. She had a drone and she covered in faux flesh. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, so, uh, which isn't so, horrible at all. <laughs> no, it is. It is a fleshy drone. Uh, that I'm is... so proud. Flesh, flesh. Yeah, it's that's real gross. Um, but it's pliable and <laughs> ready to dive into the waters of the exclusionary zone. Does, does it look You're like not just a just like a lump? Like what? What does this thing look like? Um. So in my head, it looks a lot like one of those, uh, like the the drones you've seen pictures of that are like exploring sea sea wrecks, mm-hmm. right? Like like the Titanic, um, and then like, but now it is covered in pinkish f- flesh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's still got like little uh propeller thruster things uh and the propellers themselves aren't covered in flesh but like the rest of the drone body is i just imagine that the propellers were a couple pairs of just, ears like flappy bits <laughs> just <laughs> thanks i hate it why does it have to look like that but yeah. um it's even like warm it's a warm flesh tube. Uh, why? Okay. <laughs> why, Dave? Why? Because, um, why? I mean, like, when you touch Crash, his skin feels normal, and it's yeah. the same stuff. Like, that's... when Once we're underway, I'm gonna plunk this thing into the water and hand the controller to Colin. Like, alright, um, I'm, I'm gonna... Uh, let the me know what you see down there. The controller is completely normal plastic. Oh, well, the controller's wrapped as well <laughs> to keep it safe with little nubbins. Have you ever seen that movie Existens? Yes. Oh, yeah. God, yes. That was oh, fucked up hard. and will never leave my brain. Ah, yeah. Beautiful. So, in, now in my head, I think more than a like submersible drone it looks much like a platypus <laughs> kind of. yeah that's what i was picturing like a hairless platypus um otter beaver yeah, kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. wow i i was imagining this sort of like a ray oh yeah that would be much more pleasant it is not bad. Yes. None of this is pleasant. None of, nothing you've described. Nothing anyone has said so far it's, is a pleasant thing uh, to look at. Worst case scenario. Hairless, billless platypus. Yep. That's that's a nightmare. With a camera and a so light much. instead of a face. <laughs> okay. So, uh, after you get into the water, you deposit your fleshy friend into the, the exclusionary zone sea. Uh, and, yeah. Colin has the helm. Okay, so I'm looking at the little screen. And what if, I guess, I make it go down? Okay. Um... You you know you pilot it out in front of the the boat, mm-hmm. and the water gets to be six, seven, eight feet. 
Um, it doesn't get a lot deeper than that. Um, even well out into the exclusionary zone, there's you still see rooftops of like the the homes that were flooded and stuff, the single story jobs uh, along there. You know, there's a couple of spots where there's like a multi story condo complex that, you know, the bottom. By the time you get out to those, it's like the bottom floor and a third are kind of underwater. Um, so it's, you know, maybe 15 feet deep by then. But um, not a ton of light penetrates the water below about 10 feet. Because um, the water is very silty and brownish. And it's got this kind of you know, brackish water, still water smell to it that's kind of gross. But uh, aside from the detritus of a flooded town, you don't see a lot with the drone. Oh, what's that? Uh, I tell everyone I don't see a lot. It's just sort of murky and what? But I guess we'll keep going. Yeah, we got to try and find the deepest part. All right, let's just keep moving towards moving deeper in. Okay. Uh, if you want to do a mind investigate, do I? Do I? That may lead to something. All right. Mind investigate. And for what it's worth, I'm just keeping a lookout, uh, you know, across the water. I'm not trying to look over Colin's shoulder or anything. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, I don't think this will lead to much because it was just one success. Okay. But, uh, but you know what? I'll mark a condition. Okay. I'll mark scared and re-roll. Do we roll everything, or just no, roll the, the ones that weren't successes? The ones that weren't successes. So I leave my one success, and I didn't get any more successes. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, I will give you for your first question equivalent that um, it seems like when the drone turns in a certain direction, it moves slower. So, it indicates that there's sort of like a subsurface current, right? Like, if you go in one direction, it'll move quicker because it's moving with the current of the water. And if you go the other direction, it's moving slower than it should. There's probably like a little, you know, relative speed readout because it's Cassie. Um, so, um, she, uh, she, you can tell that in the direction of the the big loop reactor towers, it seems like the current is flowing away from those. Mm -hmm. All right. So the current is flowing out from the loop reactor towers. Yeah. Okay. But to get out there, like, even still, there's, like, they've built a barrier fence sort of around that area. So, like, oh. even up above the water level, they have have some sort of a barrier fence that they've sunk in. 
Well, I turn around to the other one. So, well, do I get another with my one success? Is that the only thing that I, I figure out? That's what out? you get. Um, you'll right. get an extra question of your choosing as you continue. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I turn to everyone. I'm like, so it's weird. There's like a like a current or something pushing the thing away from the the towers. Um, but we th- we want to go towards the towers, right? Yeah, I mean that could make sense if there's a some sort of rift open under the facility, letting water through here from wherever it's coming from. Yeah. then there would be a pressure differential. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, I mean we'll just have to to, to the yeah, we'll just follow the follow the current back and sort of swim upstream for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you can. Sorry, dog wanted to play fetch. <laughs> um, you can follow it basically all the way to that barrier fence, right? Like, and then from there, it it seems like the current is flowing through the chain link. Uh, can I use the the drone to see if there are any holes under the water? Um, any gaps in the fence? Not that you can find. Like, the water level here is about 12 feet, and they've mm-hmm. probably got maybe six foot of chain link sticking up out of the top. Okay. So it's like, as a project, they came out here and laid like 18 foot panels of chain link fence. Got it. But well, there's got to be, there's got to be something. Well, uh, it sounds like this is the point where we need to take a closer look, uh, Colin. If you're not seeing any uh, crabs yeah, moving yeah, around yeah. down there, then I haven't seen any crabs, and there there don't appear to be any holes in this fencing. Okay, well, we could look for some holes or make some uh, if we uh, get the opportunity down there. Got to think that the crabs are coming from somewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, they could be coming from under the loop facility, right? But I mean, they've got to get past this fence somehow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they've sliced an opening for us, and we can just make our way inside. Yeah. But it it also looked like they could jump. Remember, that's Back true. Back at Colin's house, there was there was that big gap. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know, but they're, I don't see any crabs. There doesn't seem any evidence of crabs, at least as far as the drone can see. No, I mean, and you you can patrol a decent distance with the drone along the fence line, and you don't see any spots. And knowing how sharp those crab legs were, if they were to have moved along the bottom of this lake mm-hmm. and gotten to a chain link fence, that would not have slowed them down in the least. Mm. Right, they could have easily just gotten yeah. through. Did you okay. have something, Nick? No, I was pantomiming crab claws. Oh, rock on! I saw you like put your hand up, and I was like, "Oh, cool." Uh, well, uh, Midge, would you care to dance? Let's do the thing. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, I just 
double check all my seals, like everything's closed up. It's probably a weird wearing with no um, air tank, <laughs> you know. But um... but yeah, I mean, uh, no roll required. You can obviously take as much time as you want to make sure that you are safely sealed in this suit. Okay. Um, and you can dive into the water. That's fine. Um, okay. We'll say that Midge, with an air tank, you've got about two hours of air um, okay. before you'd have to worry about making sure you come up. But the suits came with those weight belts, you know, that mm-hmm. so it'll sink you down to the bottom. Cool. And then you guys are now down there. Okay. Um, so is the fence easily moved? Like if I if I go to like lift up part of it, is it pretty floppy or is it uh, rigid? I mean, it's pretty rigid. Like okay. it, it looks like you know maybe eight foot wide, eighteen foot tall panels that they uh-huh. kind of brought out here, and so like it's like a big metal frame, and then the chain link is attached to the frame. Okay. Then they so sink they were, them down and attached. They were pretty serious about blocking this off. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems pretty. Like it, it would not be a challenge for you to snip through the chain link part. Mm-hmm. But the fence itself, like to just be able to like rawr, lift it up, would be yeah a large effort. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. I'm just gonna look around a little bit and see if anything jumps out at me, uh, yeah. figuratively going to scope the perimeter as well just looking for an entrance um so i mean you guys can take 10 15 minutes and kind of go along the fence line and along here you don't see any spot where the fence is broken in any way you like up against the fence in some places there's some like uh on the inside, where it seems like the water is flowing out, it seems like there's some random vegetation and stuff that has been pushed up against the fence. Um, so there's, you know, some very soggy tumbleweeds that are pressed against it and that kind of stuff, but not doesn't look like anything's broken through the fence. Okay. Um, and we have those, like, hard helmets, right? Like, they're... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the... This is like the helmets outbreak style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna wave Midge over and and go to like touch my helmet to hers, so we can talk. Well, if you guys want to have like a built-in little microphone oh, okay. thing, I'm fine. With okay, that. even better. Because Pirate Pete was a nice guy. Yeah, nice. I was wondering about that. Yeah, he was good. Uh, so. Uh, do you want to, should we try to just cut through this or what What do you want to do? Do you have something with you to cut through it? Yeah. I mean, I have some tools with me. I don't know if this cutter is good enough, but I could try. Might as well try. It's going to be a lot quicker than trying to find an entry point that's already there for us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Dave, I don't think I brought my whole toolbox, but I, 
you know, was aware of chain link fence, and I, I assume I'd have some sort of. You can totally have some like tin snips or something that yeah, yeah. easily sniff through the wire. Yeah. Okay. So no yeah, I just required. You're okay. Then yeah, I just snip up about you know six feet of an opening. Okay. Um, and then you guys are gonna go through. I'll I'll uh-huh. even let you have like, uh, you know, CB contact with with the guys on the boat. Oh, okay. That's fine. Oh, good. I was going to ask about that. So, uh, you're going to go through the fence. Yeah, and radio up. We're breaking on through to the other side. Okay. Um, why don't you make a body sneak? Oh. Okay. Do we both need to do that? <laughs> uh, just crash for now, because he was the first okay. one to go through the fence. Oh, right. And I have two All conditions. Right. Don't let me forget that I'm still upset and scared. Um. So, oh, body sneak. That's my character sheet's over here. Uh. Okay. Five dice minus two is three dice. This is fine. Um. That's a one, a three, and a four. Okay. And do you accept that as your final roll? Yeah, I don't want to take any more conditions yet. Okay. Cool. So, uh, you guys are through the fence. Uh, where do you want to head from here? And, Colin, you can pilot the Plata drone through, uh, through the right, fence. Right, I'm following oh. them with it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> the Dronopus? Robo nightmare is what it is. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. <laughs> Flappy feet clawing through the water behind you. I hate it's it. Amazing. No, thank you. It's just amazing. A, it's a paddle puss. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. All right. So uh, you guys are through the fence. Yeah. Is it just getting deeper as we go? Uh, not a lot. I mean, it's staying pretty consistently. Like, you guys are right at sort of the border where, like, the sunlight isn't coming down here anymore because it's so murky. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you can tell that a lot of the murkiness is, like, from, uh, like, algae bloom. You know, oh. like, like, it seems like it's a combination of, like, there's still a lot of silt and this algae stuff. That seems to be quite happily growing in the water. Okay. So but, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll just keep going. Okay. Um, yeah. You guys eventually get to, uh, like you walk past along. Well, I mean, you're kind of swimming, right? Uh, you get to the part where, like, the old guard booth was to, like, enter the loop facility. Is this the spot where we lied our asses off and said Cassie was my sister, and remember when we had to sneak in yes, to yes. go to my dad's yes. lab? This is exactly that spot. Yeah, I love the little, like, you know, flashback of that, of, you know. So, yeah, this is where you snuck into a top-secret U.S. military installation and rescued your friend from protective custody uh this this was easier last time mitch 
Sorry, I'm yelling at my furry children. Copy that. But uh, you guys keep marching on and you get to the first of the old like lab buildings. You know, the, the outbuildings that aren't attached to the big crazy cooling tower of the big reactor. Um, and the buildings look pretty much intact aside from being completely submerged in water. And here, you know, the water's gotten to be the point where, like, most of those buildings were, like, two stories, and almost all of the buildings are underwater. Okay, so, um... Yeah, I guess just I'm I'm you know ra- radio in that we're we're almost to the facility and I'm I'm gonna try and get in if I can. Okay. Okay. Um, Crash, do you know where the uh, where 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 the where a portal would be? Like, is there a secure lab or something? Well, I I don't know what part of the loop they would have been working that on, but. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just going to follow the current. It's sure. Current uh, all right. from I, somewhere. The current, I guess we'll all wait for current events. The current leads you pretty much right to the, uh, the big, um, uh, like the first of the big three cooling towers. Okay. Um, and it seems like it's coming out of like the, uh, you know, like ventilation shaft, like the, you know, on the outside of the building next to the big AC units, because this is the desert. Yeah. There, there are some big like vent panels. And that, are those uh, still intact, or are they sort of broken off, or what, what's um, their deal? Most of them look like they're in pretty good shape. A couple of them look like they've kind of broken loose and are kind of mm-hmm. pushed by the current. Because by the time you get right up to them, like the the flow of water is actually pretty significant. Um, is how big is the vent? Um, like John McClane sized. Uh huh. Like okay. <laughs> you could go in there if you want. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. Um. Okay, Mitch. Uh, I'm I'm gonna head in. Um, do you want to keep watch out here? I don't like you going in alone, but somebody should keep an eye out here. So. Yeah. Oh, that's a cute puppy. Sorry. She was. You gotta watch out for them underwater puppies. <laughs> yeah. They come from below. Um. Yeah, I look. I'll. I'm going to be careful. I'll let you know if I see anything. I don't think the drone can go up upstream here. It's this is rushing pretty fast. Please, please be careful. Make sure you don't snag your suit. Yeah, uh, uh, trust me. I am very paranoid about that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to find a spot without a bunch of jagged metal or, <laughs> you know. I mean. Like, it doesn't take a ton of work to get one of these vent covers all the way off. Yeah. And then you have a clear entrance. It's not okay. a major thing. Um, to continue to kind of propel your way up the shaft against the current, though, why don't you make a body move? 
Okay, that's slightly better. Still minus two everything. Um, oh, no, that's the same as sneak. Um, okay, so five minus two is three dice. Oh, man. Uh-huh, five, three, five. Okay, so you get a ways up into the the building, and then you've gotten to the point where you're, like, you're hanging on to, like, an edge... Mm-hmm. And like to pull yourself around the corner because like uh, you know in reality the way physics work is as like as a, a passageway for flowing water constricts the yeah. force of the water increases. Yes. Uh, so you've gotten to the point where you cannot safely pull yourself around the corner. Like you've gotten to a point where you'd need to turn to follow that current. Yeah. And every time you kind of get out there, it pushes you back against the wall. You're not okay. having any luck. Uh, Midge, I, I think I'm going to need a boost here. Uh, it's It looks pretty sad. Like, there's nothing happening in here, but maybe if you could come along and, uh, you know, give me a shove. If I could just get in there, I could wedge myself into it. That's what she said. And... Oh. Okay. I guess... Guess this is what we're doing now. So uh, you I'm, can... gonna, I'm gonna go try and help okay. give him a boost. Uh, you can get up to there, um, and then you can. Well, we'll let you make a body, not a body move, but a body force. <laughs> She likes to force it, force it. Impromptu dance party and also no successes. Uh, so you get up there and you like grab onto Crash's feet and you kind of push and you get him into the flow of the water and he gets a couple of feet, but there's like nothing for you to grab onto Crash. Like it's just the aluminum vent shaft yeah uh and like you you just can't propel yourself any farther like the the current of the water against your suit is just too much okay Uh, let's let's head back out mitch this this isn't gonna work damn it maybe we could try one of the doors down at the ground level yeah um, Dave, these uh, things stick up way out of the water, right? Like, oh, we yeah. can't just go hop in the top. Uh, well, I mean, like, if you had a helicopter or, like, a magnetrine oh. thing, you could get to the right. top. But, like, they're, I don't know, ten stories tall. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. They're they're way um, out of the water. Okay, well, let's, let's just find a, a ground entrance and see what we can do. Sure. Uh, Danny and Colin... Why don't you both make a mind empathize roll? Ooh, hot damn, I got a success. Okay. I got 
Sweet bupkis. <laughs> okay. So, uh, like, Colin, you're kind of watching them with the, the platadrone, um, or whatever the terminology we ended up landing on, I don't remember. Um, so you're watching them, like, struggle trying to get into this air vent, and it's just not working. Um, mm-hmm. But Danny, you see, uh, like, coming from the other side of the fence, you see... Uh, What looks kind of like um, the scarab boat, right? Like the the like the Miami Vice big speedboat thing. Mm. Oh, okay, like a like a cigarette boat. Yeah, yeah, but like a little bigger. Like it looks like it has an inside space um, that someone could go down inside. Is coming in your direction. Uh, but it's still pretty distant at this point. But, like, you just, you kind of see the movement, and you're looking out there, and you're like, what is that? Oh, oh, yeah. It's this boat that's heading your way. Uh, hey, guys, we're, uh, I think we're going to have company soon. There's some, there's some boat coming this way. Oh, Midge. Yeah. Midge, is there some Maybe. sort of, like, cop talk I can tell them or something? Uh, are there any identifying marks on the boat? Uh, it's too far out. I can't see anything yet. Is it on your side or uh, our side of the fence? It's on the inside of the fence, so not where they are in the the raft. Okay, the, so the uh, fence is between the two boats. Yes. Okay. It's it's definitely on your side. They're probably just going to come by and tell you to fuck off. Or they're going to come and try and extract us because we're not where we're supposed to be. Well, that's great, but we've got your safety lines here, so if we fuck off, you're walking home. I mean, that's better than you getting in trouble for, uh, like, if we walk home, there's a chance we won't get in trouble, and then we can, you can get out, and we can get out, and no one gets in trouble. Did you guys trip an alarm or something is that security on site coming for you no everything's dead down here there's there's nothing but can you guys get back here in time i mean maybe we should we should just go we can't outrun a speedboat yeah there's no way it's still pretty far away yeah, like, it's, we, we got some time like you guys could get back here you'd have to hustle or but... try mitch what do you want to do i really want to see the inside of this thing we might be better off hiding somewhere. Hiding where? You're underwater. And you've only got about an hour and a half of oxygen. Yeah, that's that should be plenty to get us out of here. What look, just drop our lines and, and we'll hike out. I don't think that that's a very good idea, you guys. It's not it's none, of, none of this is a good idea. Th- all, all of this bad is a ideas. bad idea. <laughs> So we like, just keep making bad ideas then? I mean, or we We've come stop. this far. Coming back out here is a greater risk. If we've already set off an alert, they're going to come out in greater force eventually. This is the best shot we have right now. But we haven't even seen, it. We haven't even seen where the crabs are coming from. We don't even know for sure if they're coming from here. Well, the pressure's coming out of this stack. Like I, I want to see the inside of this stack before we do anything. 
Danny, okay. what do you say? Uh, we're going to hold position. Okay. Look, look, if we motor out, then that's super suspicious. If we stand here and tell us, tell us to let them tell us to fuck off, then... What we are buy- we doing here? Okay, well, but drop, just drop the lines over the boat. We're okay. a distraction, and we and we take some extra time while they are dealing with us for you two to hide or get out. Okay. Listen, um, I have an idea. Uh, Colin, can you bring the uh, the the drone back? Sure. Cool. I'm uh, going to drop the lines over the side, but um, I want you to mark to, to get a real good look about where they fall. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put the drone away from that spot. Okay. Wait, what? Just follow my lead. I want to know where those lines are for the future in case we need to come back and pull them out, but I want the drone away from there. That's our cover. All right, all right. I'll, I'll follow your lead. And so I do. You know, I, I guess I move the drone off. Yeah, that's fine. You can, you can pinpoint where the lines drop on your side of the fence. It's no problem. Uh, you don't actually have a lot of line left because, like, they went a distance, so the line, line that pretty you, deep. Yeah, it's not so much deep, but they've traveled a ways away from you at this point um, to get into the into the place. But yeah, you uh, you know exactly where you drop them. That's cool. And cool. then the drone so, can move off. Do you want to keep the drone inside the fence line, or do you want to bring it outside the fence? No, out, outside the fence line for sure. Okay. You guys can park it out there. That's fine. Um, and then it takes maybe three or four more minutes, and then eventually this big, you, you, you know, as it gets closer, you start hearing the rumble of some big engines, and this big uh, speedboat thing comes up and it's got like the early sort of version of like gray and black digital camo on it right like on the the sides are all sort of this gray and black pixelated splotches um and there's uh three guys there's like a guy standing at the wheel and then there's a a guy that's like has walked up onto the bow as it's gotten close to you guys um, and they're all just wearing, like, black t-shirts and black cargo pants. Um, and they're... Uh, they, I'm so you know, sorry, you guys. <laughs> they're, no uh, they're, like... Uh, the, the guy, as soon as he gets within earshot, he's like, Excuse me, you need to leave. Like, this is a restricted area, you're not supposed to be out here. You need to head back to shore, pull your boat, stay out of this zone. There's signs Danny? all along the perimeter. Danny? This 
this this zone? No, this is this is a public area. No, no longer. This is a disaster area that you know we're working to reclaim. So you guys need to get on out of here. Uh, inside this fenced area, you bet. But uh, well, no. the rest of this area. Inside this fenced area is where you get shot. Outside the fenced area is where I'm nicely asking you to leave. Roberto, are you getting all this on tape? Yes. Great. I just want to make sure that we have a a record of uh, us being threatened to be shot by these fine gentlemen. Not at all. You're on the outside of the fence. As long as you stay there, we don't have any problems. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great. Um, listen, we are, uh, we're, we're in the middle of a documentary here. So if you could just give us a little bit of time to get the footage that we need, uh, we'll be out of your hair in a minute. We won't, we haven't touched anything. We won't, we won't harm anything. Absolutely not. You need to leave now. Uh, I've, I've got all the permits. I, from, from the, from the city, they said I could come out here, film this documentary. Uh, you might've heard of it, America's disasters. Go ahead and make a heart charm roll. You bet. For the record, I am not helping with this roll in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I am probably to de- a detriment to this roll. I'd give you a bonus, but you don't have any camera equipment. <laughs> Oh, I'm 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 gonna bring up the uh, I'm gonna bring up the uh, I, I'm gonna tell Roberto to bring up the drone. Are you? This this is if it comes into play. This is an advanced camera that we're using to scout around to do this documentary for America's disasters. Okay, so you're gonna bring up the fleshy platypus from the depths. That's gonna look great. That's gonna. That's gonna. They're gonna think that that's okay. great. Look, it's it's a high tech piece of of uh, photographic equipment that we've been using. Are you a Are you a television producer? Do you know about cameras? Uh, give yourself an extra die. But I will tell you that it will make a f- no success roll worse if you want to <laughs> sure. use. Sure. Okay. Out of care. Be like that then. <laughs> I wholeheartedly support this decision, Nick. You know, I thought I would get Danny Beck what he's best at. Lying about people on a boat. Um, for the record, that is uh, one success, and it's also my large straight if I'm playing Yahtzee. Oh. Okay, well, um... <laughs> so... The guy, like, he sees you bring up this drone thing, and he's clearly like, uh, okay, well, I don't know what permits you have, but, and, like, he, like, the their boat comes right up to the fence, right? And he takes a card out of his pocket, and he pushes it through the fence, and he's like, if you'd like to apply for the real permit to be out here, you can call this number and see about arranging for a uh, general uh, you know, filming permit 
to be out in this area. But I can't let you out here with anything from the city. This is still federal facility. Um, yeah. Jeez, my producer was supposed to get this all taken care of already. Um, great, awesome, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate your help. Uh, what's 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 your name, officer? Uh, let me get to my machine. Max Ermintrude. Great, Max. I, I really appreciate your help. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, Roberto and I'll get out of here in, in uh, uh, just a second. Just, just making sure that we've got everything we need. Um, and, I am uh, Roberto, and we'll, we'll be right there. <laughs> I'm Roberto. <laughs> yep, you, you are, buddy. <laughs> uh, come back for me I'm deceased just leave me oh, that's fantastic art. it's art <laughs> the, the one thing that I don't like about this well one of the things I don't like about this platform is that it's difficult for us to convey how much we're all laughing and having a good time. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I definitely miss playing in person. Yeah. There. <laughs> I'm Roberto. <laughs> oh, Spartacus. I just wasn't sure if he was clear. Is I feel like that's, in the boat? that's the things know. from the flood t-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm Roberto. Oh, oh for sure. Oh man. <laughs> After he's gone to this elaborate lie. <laughs> Five minutes into a conversation with this authority figure. I'm Roberto. <laughs> Okay, all right, I'm back. I can do this. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, so... <laughs> um, so, he, um... He, he lets you guys go if you're gonna go. Uh, yeah, I mean, the... the, but, the it's... I, I'm gonna stall for you know, like a couple of minutes while I just make sure that we quote, check the tape. And, uh, while I do that, I'm going to trigger the, uh, um, radio as part of our gear. Okay. So that I can give, um, the, the, uh, divers a, uh, sort of an idea of what's going on here. Perfect. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Max, we're packing up everything right now. It looks like we got good tape. Uh, we'll go ahead and get the permits that we need from the feds in order to be able to be here reasonably, and we'll uh, get out of your hair now. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate the fact that you've been, uh, you know, uh, amenable to uh, to leaving. Uh, you didn't give us a hard time, so thanks so much. Uh, have a good day. Uh, hope 
hopefully you can get your permit situation worked out and you know you can get out here and get what what footage you need uh great thank you uh, appreciate it and uh have a good day uh and you guys start to motor away what's up jay i was just waving goodbye to me oh rock on okay bye <laughs> so uh <laughs> you guys start driving the boat away um and you see that there's two other guys on the boat that have come out and they're wearing like uh scuba gear um and it looks like they're getting they're getting their air tanks on and and all that stuff as you're driving uh, okay so between the motor and using my body to block, I'm definitely getting on the radio and telling uh telling the telling the down there guys you, you're you're about to have company. They're dropping divers. You've got like three four minutes before they're in the water max. Uh, Dave, how far is the fence from the thing that we're in? You've probably gone, you know, a hundred plus yards, like. You've gone a ways. Okay. And they're going to drop in the water. They're over by the fence getting ready yeah. to go in? They're like right by where you went through the fence. Okay. So, uh, Danny, you got to gun it. You got to get out of there. Go fast. Uh, we're, we're, we're fine. They've, they've uh, given us a pass as long as we're leaving. They're going to see this slice in the fence. You have to book it and get out of here. All right. Uh, good point. And zoom. Okay. Um, also, I'm going to untie my safety line from myself and uh, like throw it kind of in the path of the um, current to whatever degree. Okay. And, you know, like hopefully it'll like blow away a little bit. <laughs> um, sure. But and then like sort of shrug at Midge like I, it's not going to do us any good and it's going to lead right to us. Yeah, I mean I'm going to follow suit and uh, do the same thing. All right, uh, you guys can successfully untie yourselves and fling your line, and it moves with the current away from you to some degree. How far I don't know, but like it's certainly not right here. Okay, so then um, we need to find somewhere to hide. We need to book it around the building or find an entrance or something. I, I want to hide inside this thing. I, th this right. is our best bet. It's right here. I, we can't move that fast. We've got to get inside this thing. Yep. Uh, uh, you guys can find okay. your way into like to a, a doorway. Um it's going to take either a body sneak or a body force to get in the door. Um, and you guys can help each other or... Uh, body my, force is better for me. My body sneak is pretty high. I've got uh, minus the condition. I've got six dice. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I would only have four with my conditions. So. Okay. Uh, but you can still... Give an extra die, Jason. Okay. 
So why don't you roll one, and then Midge, you roll your six. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And then just tell me how many successes you get. Oh, I got a six on my one Still die. Okay. I got a success as well. So that's two total. Um, the first thing you can do is uh, you're able to manage to get the the door. Like the sneak method is like you're you're jimmying the lock, right? Um, it's been down here a while. It's not super secured. The electronic lock is no longer operational. So you're able to kind of wedge it and get it open. Uh, with your second success, you can... In this case, I'll give you either, like, you guys can cover your tracks better, or you can find something unexpected. I'm full up on unexpected. I think we want to cover our tracks, okay. yeah. All right. That's fine by me. So you guys... Uh, you get the door open, and you manage to, like, it stirs up the silt that you had kind of disturbed um, on the bottom, and, like, it covers the fact that you were out here. No problem. And you can get inside the building. Um, you get inside, um, and in here, the water is very still. Right? Like... There's no current pushing against you or anything. Um, and in here, there's like... It's almost like one of those... Um, like artificial reefs, right? Where like they've sunk old subway cars out to, to provide the, the basis of like a fake reef for sea life. So there's a lot of like fish and stuff that have made their way in here. Uh, over time that are kind of just hanging out and there's like a whole sort of ecosystem going. But they look like fish that we're familiar with. Yes. Okay. Maybe we should go and see if there's anything in your parents' offices. Oh yeah, was that this building, Dave? No, I think you were in like... At least your dad's office was in one of the outbuildings. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, okay. that was away from here. We're we're under one of the big stacks. But, uh, oh, got it. Roll a die and see where your mom's office was. Just one d six, and let me know what you got. Oh yeah, she was a computer programmer, I think. Oh, I got a three. Okay, so uh, she wasn't in this stack per se, but. As far as you remember, all of them connect down below you. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay, well, Midge, we may be able to find the, the underground tunnel. There's a, a connector, but the current's coming out of this stack. I, I really want to see if we can find where that's coming from. Sure, it was just, it was just a thought. I was just thinking about Yeah, everything. it's... It's on my mind too, but I, they're they're gone, and I've had a lot of time to come to terms with that. And it's that's not what we're here for. Midge kind of gives you a pat on the shoulder. Thanks. Let's uh, yeah. see what we can find. Fair enough. 
Okay. Uh, so you guys push into this building, um, and eventually you get to, like, this this entrance area is, like, just sort of standard cubicle-y office kind of deal. Um, and then as you get farther in, you get to a door, excuse me, that leads into the, um, farther into the complex. Um, and... There's an elevator. When you get through that next set of doors, there's an elevator right there. Actually, like a bank of three of them. Um, but all three have the doors closed. And there doesn't appear to be an elevator right here at this level. Um, and nor have you seen any sign of power here. Um, but from here, the hallway kind of curves off in both directions. And, but we're all like solidly underwater, so we yeah. wouldn't like power wouldn't do anything anyway. Right. I mean. Yeah. Okay. But um, you also don't see any signs of like people having been down here recently or anything. Like. Right. It doesn't look like things are disturbed. You know, everything has like a layer of muck that has settled. Yeah, uh, about how how high up was that vent that we were trying to go through? Um, it was like would would have been between the first and the second floors. Okay. Um, Mitch, do you want to try one of that? Should we go up an elevator shaft or try a stairwell or what? Uh, what I feel think? like a s- stairwell is probably safer. I don't want to have to wedge doors open on these elevator shafts. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, so we'll look around for the stairwell. You can find a way to one, sure. Okay. And you're going up? Mm-hmm. Or you want to go down? Uh, I think up. Okay. Because we're on the first floor, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the American first floor, to be clear. Uh, it is not the ground, it is the ground floor <laughs> <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, but you ascend the stairs, and when you come out of the elevator, uh, out of the, the stairwell door, uh, the floor you're on now, it does have current. Uh, it's not as strong as what was coming out that vent, but like, clearly there's motion here, right? Like, you see the, the silt and the algae and stuff in the water is moving past you. Not super fast, but enough. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's push upstream, which whichever way that you know the current's okay. coming from. Uh, you turn and you start making your way forward, um, and then you both start to feel that, like the water temperature is warmer, right? Like as you've gotten. 10 feet closer to farther down the hallway, 20 feet farther down the hallway. Like there is a sensible difference in the temperature of the water around your suit. Um, and it's starting to get to the point now where like, it's feeling like you're in a warm bath. Uh, Midge, is this too, too warm? Like I, I don't have a solid sense of how hot this is. Uh, I'm fine right now, but if it gets much hotter, I'd be a bit concerned. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've had hotter Augusts, so I I think we're okay. Yeah. 
Um, and eventually you get to there's like a another set of like what once were doubled security doors. Um, that leads into a lab complex kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you get through those doors and like one of them is like off the hinge sort of like it's like still got the upper hinge attached but it's tweaked and kind of bent and that's where this flow of warm water is coming from um and you can get to the door and you can get yourself sort of inside and that's where uh you see for the first time without the lights on your helmet um there is like a glow farther down into this lab and it's kind of a bluish sort of a glow kind of like the corona around the earth in your background jason and nick's background that color blue but you can't quite see what it's coming from it's just sort of the indirect light uh, how you doing, Midge? Oh, I'm swell. I can't turn back. Okay. I'm not going back either. Uh, okay. you move farther into this lab, and you can see there's like... Oh, although I would like to say, just in the Russian current, I was going to reach out and take Midge's hand. Okay. Is that it's all right? That's fine. Um, so you guys move together farther into this lab, and you can see there's, like, those lab workbenches, uh, that all, like, all the lightweight stuff has been pushed away by the current, but, like, there's still, like, some clamps, and on a couple of them there's, like, those rudimentary robot arms and stuff, and that kind of thing. Uh, clearly this was some kind of a fancy lab at one point. Um, but you get farther down in, and like, it actually looks like this was the upper floor of the lab and you would come in and if you weren't underwater, you'd be on a catwalk and then there's like a lower level down below you. And when you get farther out onto the catwalk, you see this blazing blue Corona around like a pitch black circle. And it seems like all of the water is flowing out of that circle. And once you get to the point where you're close to it, like, the water around the edge of this glowing blue light is, like, boiling hot. Like, you can see the cavitation bubbles from it around it are just rising to the surface. And the water at this point has gotten to the point where, like, if you spend a lot more time in here, it's gonna be a problem. Like, you have a few minutes, but, like, you wouldn't want to spend a ton of time in this room. Sure. What the fuck is that, Crash? What are we looking at here? That's the doorway to the alien world. I read a, there was a white paper they were trying to connect the loops at one point and it never worked and they used it for something else. They were trying to make a, like a teleportation thing 
and no one ever thought it would work and they gave up on it. But apparently they got something to work, but it's not connected to the other loop, I don't think. I don't think so either. It doesn't look like Sweden on the other side of that. Yeah, Sweden doesn't shoot out boiling water. Um, Dave, does it look like does it look like something we can see? Through? Are we looking into a dark space that is black, or it's just yes. the absence of light? Uh, it looks like you're looking into a space that is black. Okay. More than like, like a like a weird Vanta black panel or something. Yeah, okay. it's not like that. Okay. It's there just doesn't seem to be any light on the other side of the circle, and the light of the edge of the circle is super bright. Yeah. Is it is the circle upright or flat or is uh, it actually a sphere? Uh, I mean, it's it doesn't appear to be a sphere. It looks two dimensional. Um, okay, not entirely two dimensional, but like as you move, like you can kind of see that it has. It's not a sphere. It's okay. It's like a panel. Yeah, yeah. Or like from Portal. Yes. Yeah, like that okay. kind of thing. But like if you look at it from directly at the side, you would see that it has some depth to it. Okay. But fair enough. Not a lot. Mhm. Um Oh boy. Mitch, I don't know what to do with this information. I don't I don't either. We we can't stay here. Um and as you guys are saying that, through the portal floats uh, what looks like somebody in a lab coat. Oh, like, shit. Like um, just a body? Yeah. It doesn't look like somebody that's moving of their own accord. They just floated through. Um, and... They're kind of, oh my god, hanging in the water, uh, and you just see they're wearing a white lab coat, and they look like a human. I, uh, I have to see Midge. I have to go see who that is. And I understand. We have to know. I think that's a good space to end it for this week. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrifying, Ooh. and I love it. You son of a. This is this is my kind of scary story. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Uh, so yeah, I love it. Uh, thank you, everybody. Um, I think this worked out as well as we can possibly hope that it would work out. Um, <clears throat> so uh, those of you out there in the internet, uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, two as always, weeks. That puts us. Let me look at the date because I always forget by the time I start talking. Uh, the sixth of April. Uh, no, it's March 37th. Oh, I see. My bad. <laughs> March never ends. On the Jasonian calendar. End. It just March keeps marching always. on. Uh, that's why we have to beware the Ides of March, because that's the beginning of the endless cycle. Um, but yeah, we'll be back uh, April 6th. And we'll continue to see what's going on in the crazy world of Boulder City. Uh, thank you for joining us. Again, uh, you can catch the rest of our episodes at happyjacks.org shows. 
uh, along with all of the episodes of all of the other cool games that are going on right now and have ever gone on on the Happy Jacks Network. Uh, so, really, all of the RPG games ever available in the history Woo. of games. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I have been Kadave, and I will continue to do so in the future, I hope. Otherwise, it's going to get weird. Um, but uh, what else is going on for everybody other than just kind of hanging out at home? So much hanging out at home. But also on Twitter, at Jay Holtham. You can find me there. Um, I'm on every Monday with Happy Jacks between this game and also Jason's Shadowrun game, which is a lot of fun, although we're coming up to our finale for that. Um, I will be in a new game that hasn't been announced yet, so I'm not going to tell you guys. Ha 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 ha. Um, you can also find me over at 12 Sided Stories. We're a highly produced podcast with sound effects and music, and it's really fantastic. And also, if you get bored, pop over to my personal Facebook page. I've been doing, um, I did a public live stream yesterday, and I'm going to do a few more of inebriated readings of H.P. Lovecraft. So, check it out. Um, I've got not much going on. I'm uh, on this show. I am also coming back for a show that is scheduled to start in April, but has not yet been announced, so... Fingers crossed. We'll see how that goes. And uh, you can also check me out at SunGrower. Um, I'm often complaining and otherwise making bad jokes. Uh, hi, I'm Jason. I uh, am wrapping up Shadowrun next week. I get to play here, which is great. Our uh, Wednesday game uh, is, let's see, did we wrap? No. Yes. Yes. We, we, our finale, <laughs> Eidolon Academy wrapped. Uh, <laughs> it was very good. Um, the, uh, uh, the short run I did of demigods for 12 sided stories just came out. Uh, the last episode came out on Friday. So that's, that's a full, uh, like four episodes or something. And it's, it's a, a tight, fun story. Um, all the good sound effects and I get to be a cat at one point. So that, that was fun. Um, and uh, then on uh, Sundays, we're still working on the, the exact particulars, but uh, with with fair uh, being canceled, we're we're sort of figuring out what our schedule is going to be exactly. But still planning on bringing some D and D to the channel here pretty soon. And uh, if you like, you can check out my uh, personal Twitch stream uh, at it's probably or not at, but it's probably okay is the name of my personal channel as well. And I'm doing some video gaming and stuff over there with friends. So. Um, be sure to check that out as well, and I will actually hit record the next time I do a video. We did a we did a three hour No Man's Sky stream with uh, my friend Sam Delev, and I didn't hit record. And it's three hours into the ether, and a lesson learned. So uh, anyway, you can find time, me over there. It makes it special. Yes, yes. <laughs> so since a- since no one now can see it, it's No Man's Scry. Oh boy, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I like it. Bringing D and D together with No Man's Sky, I like it. Yeah, yep. uh, and that's that's everything I could think of right now. So, uh, thanks. Cool. Well, uh, thanks everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.